Hey, it's the Ryan Man coming to you another Broncos Country Blitz, and today we review the Broncos draft picks for 2020. Great draft weekend. I thought it was a lot of fun just kind of seeing everyone in their living rooms and everything like that, just kind of a different feel to it, and I thought they pulled it off pretty well. I watched most of the draft on ESPN or listened to it on the headphones and everything, and I thought they pulled it off pretty well. And I know not everyone out there is a Roger Goodell fan, all right? There's some people that are, there's some people that are. I thought it was kind of neat to see him in his basement, and, and he kind of had his casual way about him as he got into the recliner on day two and started announcing draft picks and everything. I thought that was pretty classic. He kind of let everyone see kind of more of his chill side. So, so props to, to Roger Goodell on that. I liked it. Let's dive into the picks here, and I think a couple things to mention before I start getting into the draft picks. A lot of Fangio picks on defense and a lot of messages being sent to current players with offensive picks. First one, Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Bama. I know a lot of people wanted us to go ahead and go get rugs, but if you look at it, Judy is the more complete wide receiver in terms of route running, creating separation. He's still got enough speed. Doesn't have as much speed as Ruggs, but he's got enough speed, and he'll be a good complement to Sutton. And the nice thing is with the odd offseason we're having, he'll be a good day one starter, especially with the limited offseason program we're likely going to have or delay start to the season. Like the first-round pick, now maybe if you're worried about the blazing speed, what do the Broncos do in round two? They go get K.J. Hamler out of Penn State, just broke some records there of Barclays and, and had a great career there and that dude is fast he is our version of what we're going to consider our version of Tyreek Hill he's going to stretch the defense clearly our, our opening day wide receivers will likely be Judy Hamler and Sutton probably is what it's looking like right now I and how I said some messages were sent this draft weekend there were messages sent to the current wide receivers on the Broncos saying, hey, guess what? We've given you a lot of chances. We're going to kind of start transitioning and moving on probably to some other people. Plus, this is more weapons for Drew Locke, and we really need to have an explosive offense to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs if we hope to overtake them and win the division or at least make sure to get our wild card spot in the playoffs this year. So we get those two to kind of ramp up the offense right away. Then we go to defense, and i got to look at my notes because a couple of these names, it's going to take a while. Michael Omnudier, cornerback out of Iowa. This is a Fangio guy. You look at this guy. This is 100% Vic Fangio. He's great in zone schemes, similar to Vic Fangio's. He's lengthy. He's got, he can get his hands on the ball. He covers his territory really well. Is he going to run with a guy running the post really well? No, probably not, and, and cover that extensive of an area of the field but he fits the scheme that Fangio likes to run. Makes a lot of sense. Some people thought it was kind of a stretch. I, You know what? I kind of look at it from the standpoint as if the Broncos knew they wanted him, go get him. If you knew he was, he was your pick, then it's not really a stretch for you, is it? But it had some Bronco fans worried. Here we are, three picks in. We don't have an offensive lineman. Ah, but who do we go get? Lloyd Cushenberry, center from LSU. Just went ahead and... Blocked for Joe Burrow, basically, you know, the number one overall pick of the Cincinnati Bengals this year. 
and man, I was listening to the K the KOA station, the main you know voice of the Broncos out of Denver while I was watching the draft, and those guys were sweating that we weren't going to get Cushionberry after we didn't use our first third round pick on him. But sure enough, he fell to us. The Raiders didn't touch him. The Cowboys didn't touch him, and we ended up getting our guy at center that hopefully can be our center for years to come. So solid move there with him and Reisner really solidifying the inside of the offensive line. Then we go ahead and move, and I gotta look again. We get Metelvin, a GM defensive line from Arkansas, and this guy, another Fangio guy. So he is a workhorse. Nothing flashy, but he is a workhorse. He'll be able to relieve Casey once in a while, be able to relieve Harris. He's always around the ball, sniffing out the ball and everything. He's just a solid guy and a good value pick from where we got him in the draft. Going to be a very good fit for the Broncos, I think, and definitely beefing up that defensive line. Like that one. Next one, same thing. I know his name a little better, though, because anyone that, anyone for our next draft pick that followed Drew Locke, well, you know this guy as well. Albert Acuna Boonham, tight end from Mizzou. Locke's buddy. You re, reunite Drew Locke with his tight end buddy from college to go ahead and compliment Noah Fant. What better thing to do in a shortened offseason than to get someone that Locke already knows how he likes to play, the way he reacts, the routes he likes to run. There's chemistry there. You don't have to worry about it. You have one position now. You don't have to worry about the chemistry as much. I think it was a great move to bring him in, and it sends rumblings through the tight end room as well to Howerman and Butt that basically, unfortunately, it's reality in the NFL. They haven't been able to stay healthy, and when they have been healthy, they're, they're just not football is football ready as they needed to be and you need people that you can rely on on Sundays I think this is a message of the tight end room they're going to kind of move on from one or both of those guys we'll see if one of them gets moved and a lot of people are like well wait a minute Shermer's offense isn't a two tight end system oh yes oh yes he has run two tight end systems and when he has you have the two tight ends got receivers out there you got your running back you're keeping the defense guessing you can either run or pass out of that formation and, and cause some serious damage. So I like the pick for that reason as well. Then you go and you get Justin Strand out of Wake Forest. Any of you that listen to me, you know I was waiting for that inside linebacker that we needed to go ahead and not, I don't know if we'll replace Ty Davis, but someone like the Danny Trevathan type that could follow tight ends. Here he is. Here is the guy that can go ahead and do that. He can also do spot duty relief as well for the Broncos, for the other linebackers and everything like that. But I, the main reason we went and got this guy is his coverage skills, hoping he is that guy that can go ahead and take care of that and help us cover those tight ends in the AFC West. And really, in all of football, it's going to get it's, – it's always interesting with the tight ends, a lot of athletic tight ends out there. Heck, we even play the Bucks this year. Need someone to cover Gronk. Is he going to be the guy to cover Gronk? Time will tell. So that's the first page of my – draft review yes i was taking written notes for those of you see me on youtube i'm flipping my page you got to take notes as you're watching all this stuff and, and kind of getting in your head what the picture looks like like i said i didn't do this round by round i like having a complete picture before i go through this thing so the next guy we go get is natane Mui, offensive guard from fresno state can plug into either guard spot obviously we got one filled with reisner but he can plug into either spot if an injury unfortunately would happen or something like that He's got to learn to stay healthy. He's mostly a run-blocking guard, so he's got some work to do on the pass side of things. But I think it makes sense to go get him. 
And as far as if, let's say he becomes a day one starter, he eventually gets into the starting lineup, he's going to have time to learn. He's going to have time to learn from Munchak. And the offense is really becoming, under Shermer, designed for Locke to get rid of the ball quick with all these weapons we're getting. So he's probably going to fit into that in terms of we probably brought him in for his specifically for his run blocking. So like that pick there, we'll see. You know, you get these later round picks. Sometimes you find you know a free agent that comes in and just blows your socks off at a position. Who was that guy we found a couple of years ago? Oh yeah, Philip Lindsay. You know, guy from guy from CU Boulder, homegrown, made the Broncos. That worked out pretty well. So the next two picks, seventh round, and like I said, when you get this late, we'll see what ends up happening. But they took Tyree Cleveland out of Florida. I think he was an insurance policy for our first two round wide receiver draft picks. Basically, if one of those wouldn't work out, this guy's got size, this guy's got speed, really rough on the route running, but he can play special teams. And I think he's kind of an insurance policy if one of the other guys that we drafted doesn't work out immediately like we need them to, especially with the shortened offseason. We'll see what happens with him. And then the final pick was Derek Tazunga, outside linebacker, defensive tackle from North Dakota State. Same thing. This guy's going to be a spot relief guy. This guy's all about sniffing and getting to the quarterback. I think he could be like a Shaquille Barrett kind of relief kind of person. Uh, I think he kind of fits Fangio too, where I think he's going to be doing linebacker duty. He's going to be doing spot duty at defensive line as well. So overall, what do I give this draft class? I give it a B. And the reason I give it a B, I think it's a pretty talented class. Definitely sends a message that we're moving on in certain position rooms within Broncos headquarters to get faster, to get more explosive, to get people on the field that will stay on the field, hopefully not injury prone. But the reason I give it a B is I think people wanted to see some of the offensive line get taken sooner. I, I think they wouldn't have minded having a different order on that in terms of priority. But I think the Broncos, and, and you heard Elway mention and stuff like that, they, they let the draft come to them and the people they wanted fell to them and it worked out the way they wanted. And there's been a lot of rumor going around that Munchak really feels we have a lot for the offensive line that's already in that room more than really is the perception in the media or in Broncos country or the public. So I guess time will go ahead and tell on that. But this draft was all about us keeping up with the Kansas City Chiefs and, and trying to keep up with them or overtake them for the division. Basically, Elway and Fangio, even being a defensive guy, realizes we have got to be explosive to overtake the Kansas City Chiefs. And what they have done with this draft is a perfect example of that. I'm excited to get the 2020 season started, however that looks. And I think we also got guys that we drafted that I think we felt comfortable with working at a social distance or however we're going to have to set this up for 2020. So I like the draft. I like the draft. I give it a solid B. Uh, maybe you know, trending on that B-plus side of things. And, and Drew Locke's got to be happy with all the explosive people that we got him. And you even heard it a couple times, depending on what channel you were watching, inside the Broncos' war room, it sounded like John Elway was in touch with Locke a lot during this draft. So, I mean, just showing that total commitment to our the future of our franchise under center. So, guess we'll see how it pans out. Isn't that always the truth? And I, I'm interested to see who we're going to get in terms of a free agent signing we always have a guy that's not drafted that's a free agent that makes the team so i can't wait to see who that might be this year maybe this will break the trend this year with everything going on with coronavirus and not being able to get together we'll see but solid class can't wait to see them in the broncos orange and blue until next time this is the ryan man
with the Broncos Country Blitz.